0: The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity
1: in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report.
0: Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hello, Charles.
1: Now, Dom, I am all for paying our public servants well. Yes, sure. I am completely on board with the idea that you know, just because the private sector makes gazillions of dollars doesn't mean that the public sector should suffer.
0: No, no. high quality advice to run the country for the mm. common good. That's what the public service provides, usually.
1: But maybe there's one caveat that okay. I want to put. One on caveat
0: it. about the public service. Is it possible that, you know, they're so demonised, the public mm. service, by, yes. by the right? Yes. But is it, is it possible that on occasion they aren't perfect, the public service? That occasionally they get things wrong?
1: Well, perhaps. 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 Uh, 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 what we sort of need is maybe an 800-page Royal Commission report mm. that goes into some of the detail on, on whether that is true or not.
0: Today's episode is about robo-debt. You've probably gathered <laughs> uh, a $1.8 billion outrageous mistake. More in a moment. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Oh yeah, the Royal Commission Mm. report has come down I saw the Mm. footage of the Royal Commissioner handing it over to to the Governor-General, who I'm sure will read it because he's, you know, such an action man, so involved in the nation's debates.
1: One person I can say with absolute certainty who who didn't read it before releasing a statement is Scott Morrison. Did you see, within minutes... Why
0: would he read it?
1: Within minutes of handing down an 800-page report, which nobody had seen, like he hadn't got a sneak peek, Mm. he released a statement unequivocally rejecting every single finding... (laughs) Of the Royal Commissioner. Well, he knew he'd done nothing
0: wrong. (laughs) He knew he'd done nothing wrong. He didn't need to read an independent report. He didn't need to
1: read a report. Maybe what he should have done is generated some computer algorithm to work out whether he'd done right or wrong. But Charles, you're... And asked that algorithm that. Because the algorithm that they generated for Oboe did... Oh, I see what you're getting at. ...said that everyone, everyone did wrong. money. Yes. Well,
0: Charles, you you seem to be mistaking something there. Mm. You saw the photo of the... Of the royal commissioner handing over the report, yes. Are you sure that there was not another royal commissioner, one S Morrison, also <laughs> in
1: the job of running the robot? You
0: didn't even know yes. what he's appointed to. He might have been running that too. Well, that
1: might explain the sealed section. They're a little bit embarrassed about the fact that the other royal commission going on because because there's an 800 page report. A whole lot of it is is this sealed section mm. that no one's allowed to see. Not even not even ministers who might be working with public servants named in the Royal Commission are allowed to then read the sealed section, right? So there there will be public servants going around now... Knowing okay. that they're probably going to face prosecution, they're certainly going to face the National Commission Against Corruption. Yeah, and,
0: and this is it, it's civil and criminal prosecutions, yes. right, in the sealed section. So some of the people yeah. who are probably working with the public service and drawing yes. a pretty high salary yes. are going to face potentially criminal charges and they're still in the
1: job. Yes. Is that and, what you're saying? And their boss, the minister, is not allowed to know unless they self-disclose. Now, you think that these people, these people who literally drove people to their death... Mm. in order to sort of run a scheme and make life easy for themselves, are the type of people with the integrity to self-disclose? Do you think that that's the sort of mindset that these people have?
0: I'm sure if a computer program popped up and said that they had to self-disclose, because what they were doing, the the important thing to note is that what Mm. they were getting paid so much money for was not doing their job, was outsourcing their job, in effect, right? They were getting yes, paid yes. for the computer to do their job. So yes. no human needed to process mm. all these supposed debts to social yes. security. And this is the thing that, that's so extraordinary about this, is that, yes, okay, there are probably some people who overpaid. Who, maybe there were some people who were rotting the system. But not only did they quite cruelly outsource it to a computer, the computer got it so massively wrong.
1: Let's drill down a bit on this because what the Royal Commission found, one of the most chillingly hilarious and terrible tragic details in the whole report for me is the detail that... So before they introduced RoboDebt as Mm. a sort of scheme that just would automatically... You know, charge people. Yeah, mop
0: up all the debtors and
1: create new ones. O- on this, using a mechanism called income averaging, right? That, so mm. that it was like, okay, we'll c- come up with an algorithm which shows that on average, what would this person have received? Yes. And then compare it against what they've received and then we'll just charge them the difference, right? As though they'd as, received that as though As though yeah. they, they'd been overpaid, right? So they ran some trials bef- of this income averaging system and consistently... The algorithm, the robo yeah. thing, this is before they implemented the system, consistently overestimated the amount that was owed by fifty-six to sixty-five percent. Like just consistently, more than half overcharged oh, wow. by over fifty percent on most people, right? So they knew going into it that the algorithm was completely wrong. It was just criminally wrong. It was just completely untrue, right? And then they went, you know what? The budget papers say we need to make a billion dollars out of this. Let's just fucking do it. Let's just fucking go for it. The thing that I like about this, Charles, is
0: that um, we're so often told, oh, we live in the era of big data. Mm. This is big data. Um, If you just crunch the numbers and get all the data sources in, Mm. that's all you need to do. It's going to be amazing. You can do incredible analytics and stuff. They didn't do that. They could have got everyone's actual data, presumably, into into the database. They could have actually reflected reality because it'd be nice to think that if someone is you know overpaid accidentally but lots of money yeah at some point you want to get that back fair
1: enough right yeah.
0: to not even do that to not even use the actual data yeah. is yeah is, there's just something deeply shocking about that
1: it's almost like that was actually not the point of the scheme the point of the scheme was to claw back well at times like by the end of the scheme it was like 1.6 in the billion dollars in the budget that they had it was almost like they decided how do we find some savings in the budget i know let's go after the people who are least able to defend themselves and are the poorest people and just victimize them into coughing up money that they don't actually owe us well it's certainly true that they did that efficiently
0: if the aim was to do that if the aim was just simply to to pick on people uh, who were vulnerable It was a huge success. I mean, honestly, in in terms of just creating misery, I remember watching this unfold in real time on Twitter. I remember Asher Wolf on Twitter, who did a lot of the investigating of this. The stories of misery, at the very moment these notices came out, we knew about it within hours Mm. of these massive claims going to people. And it's taken this long. It's taken years for this to happen. Mm. It should have been self-evident instantly that this was wrong. It was It was clear that these people had, had not been paid the money that Centrelink thought that they had. Mm. That was the thing that was so extraordinary. And they were ringing up, ringing up, ringing up, trying to say, you did not pay me all this money that you said. Mm. I don't owe this debt. It's obviously wrong. And there was no one to talk to. Oh, they had rationalised the phone bank as well. So, Charles, what did the report say about Scott Morrison? Because he was the MC minister who well, kind of brought this in to begin with, right? Well, this
1: is the thing. Like, And this is, I think, why Scott Morrison has rejected all the findings. Because... It's quite critical of Scott Morrison. Oh, that couldn't be right. Yeah. Be when in actual fact, what he'd run is a very successful scheme under the sort of psychopathic sadism framework that mm. you've just outlined. Essentially, what it pointed out, which I think we all knew, but it was it's really nice to sort of read it there in black and white. Is and this is the unsealed yeah. part of the report, by the way. <laughs> he He was the architect of the scheme. He's mm. the one who basically went, you know what? Let's just, let's just create this myth, essentially, that the welfare system is being completely rorted. And I'm sure at some level he believed that, right? Like, there was no evidence for it. But he sort of just knew gutturally, because he always, you know, shoot by the hip whatever just, i just, reckon just
0: follow what the ideology tells you and don't question any of disu- the assumptions yeah. such as you know welfare cheats are are, are yeah. everywhere and are yeah. bad don't and don't, don't even kick the tires on that one
1: and and what and one of the interesting things in the report actually is that not only was the actual amount of welfare cheating minuscule mm. quote unquote minuscule the other thing is there was Certain amounts of people who had accidentally been overpaid for reasons like it's all it's happened to every single one of us, I'm sure. Where you know you get paid family benefit A, yeah, and then it's it's, your in, it's incredibly
0: goes up and, complicated, yeah. and this is the thing that's so like, I mean. I generally think I'm pretty good at figuring this sort of stuff out. Like, I'm generally, you know, I've got a lot of uni degrees. I've, mm. I'm have i good at this stuff in general. Centrelink are baffling. Mm. They're absolutely baffling. I cannot work out for the life of me mm. what we are and aren't eligible for. Yes. And in the end, it just became too hard to apply. It just became mm. too hard. And so we missed out on, I think, whatever it was, childcare payments or something, because yes. it was just well, too gotta difficult.
1: Keep, you got to keep reapplying for childcare, because what happens if you suddenly... You know, your children suddenly disappear in a puff of smoke. Oh. It's, it, the onus is on you every year. It's not as though. To, it's not as if, you know, when you're a parent, you have to fucking look after your child year after year after year. And if they died, How you would would tell, they
0: go- you'd tell the government, wouldn't you? <laughs> if they died, that would be something you'd have to notify them. <laughs> uh, to be fair, look, I, I will just as a sidebar. I mean,
1: imagine. imagine so is, is the scenario that Scott Morrison's mind went to. What if people are having kids to get on the family oh. benefit, A They get an extra, like, I think it's like $21 a week That's the best something.
0: way to make a buck in Australia <laughs> in 2023. Have
1: kids! Then they throw out their kids, get rid of them, and still have the 21 bucks yeah, That's why. The, into- that's why the
0: birth rate's soaring massively. <laughs> sidebar on this, they have just now, I think on the 7th of July, dramatically increased childcare. Mm. Um, it's terrible for people like you whose children have just, just yeah. made it to high school. Yeah. For people like me, though, who's got a one-year-old and a five-year-old, It's a big difference. If you earn, uh, as a couple, less than like $530,000 a year, which is almost everybody, (laughs) there's a lot more money. And it's it's hard to get, but thank God.
1: Well, can I tell you, one person who wouldn't be eligible for that new scheme, who Mm. does earn more than $530,000 a year, is the fucking senior public servant who was running the RoboDebt scheme. So Catherine Campbell, she's on a $900,000 a year job. And she's still in the public service. She, she hasn't there's, there's speculation that she's currently on leave. Oh, we couldn't but, possibly comment. Yeah. Also, whether she might be in the sealed section. Yeah. You couldn't possibly comment. Yeah.
0: But, Charles, you don't but, understand. If you want to save a billion dollars, you've got to pay public servants a million dollars to <laughs> make it happen. You couldn't possibly get them cheaper. You need to pay them twice as much as the Prime Minister gets in order to get those sorts of savings.
1: I, I, as a sidebar, um, I would note that Catherine Campbell... Um, who's clear, must be in the sealed seat. I mean, we can't possibly comment, but she must be. Like, I don't think... She
0: must be. You wouldn't want to defame her. You wouldn't want to (laughs) injure her her reputation by making people think she was an incompetent public service (laughs) simply because she presided over uh, Robert
1: Well, is she incompetent or... Too comp, you know, like like it depends what she thought she was doing, but she's now in charge of Aukus. That amazing. I mean, she's of... on leave. To be fair, she went on leave <laughs> she's uh, on last way, okay. last week. She's oh. on leave at the moment. It's amazing. not
0: clear whether she'll return. But look, she seems perfect for Aukus. because yes. you've got to save a billion dollars on social uh, social security yes. to give three hundred sixty eight billion $10. to submarines. That's the priorities of, of the Morrison government. Um, so just to quite just to look at what was said about Scott Morrison, uh, as among the findings. Uh, it, there was crude and cruel. It was neither fair nor legal. Morrison, um, and I'm quoting from the it, report here, had is this failed to,
1: to describe his prime ministership or to I, describe Roby. I Dia? think it's on his CV. <laughs> um, uh,
0: he'd failed to meet his ministerial responsibility to ensure that cabinet was properly informed about what the proposal actually entailed and to ensure that it was lawful. Mm. Like point one, I would think would be mm. tell cabinet: is your big new proposal actually lawful? Mm. He'd failed to meet that responsibility. He allowed cabinet to be misled. He didn't make an obvious inquiry about the. Department changing its view this is the key thing about whether legislation yes. was required so the scheme was illegal yes the department suddenly black backflipped and said oh we don't need laws for this mm. when they did when they did yes. so for 900 grand you get wrong
1: advice yes. is what this says yes
0: quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side
1: The Chaser Report, news you can't trust. After Scott Morrison, there was then a series of other ministers who had to take this piece of shit and and run... I mean, the, what a series. The, the what sort a of, series of ministers. You know, have. it's sort of like the cruisers, you know, in Royco. Yes, that's right. <laughs> it really <laughs> yeah. was. And it was. And it says Tudge... Stuart Robert, there's one other one. I believe his name is Christian Porter. Remember Christian that guy? Christian Porter, yeah. Mm. Oh, what a surprise. Anyway, None all of, them, of, are there anymore, all of them have, I mean, and I wouldn't say this about any of them, but have enough shame to have left... Right, like to just get well, out of Stuart the building. Robert only just <laughs> yeah. left, and
0: uh, mm. look. Let's just say I don't know who's been referred to the, to the NACC, mm. but there are some interesting reports mm. in recent weeks about Stuart Robert's other dealings mm. and various incentive schemes and refer. Well, like, it's possible he's been referred. <laughs> I don't know. I would yeah. want to sully his reputation, Stuart. You did a pretty good job with that yourself, mate. But
1: one of the fascinating things for me is that with every passing day, with every royal mm. commission released that shows Scott Morrison was an absolute fuck-knuckle von fuck-knuckle for, yeah. for, for years before he even became Prime Minister. You realise there is no job he can go to in the private sector. That, that essentially Scott Morrison may well remain member for Cook for the rest of his life, because what? who else is going to employ him? Well, I would say PwC, except that
0: <laughs> you know, we know that they already said no. Because of adverse reputation.
1: Well, or- yeah, if PwC rejects you, I think you're sort of stuck there. So I think what might happen is he's the fart in the lift and then the lift breaks down. And you just we're just going to have to stay with this little fart in Parliament Probably for
0: decades Now you've been Very critical of Morrison I want to allow Morrison To speak for himself here Okay Because this is his statement He did acknowledge And express regret For the unintended Consequences of the scheme I'm quoting And the impact That the operations Of the scheme Had on individuals and their families. So he's sorry for the, about the misery. He, he, oh, sorry, sorry, he's not the sorry. He acknowledges and expresses knowledge. regret. He doesn't yeah. say sorry, uh, but he rejects all the findings which are critical of his involvement in authorising the scheme and adverse to me. They are wrong, unsubstantiated. What? And contradicted
1: by eight hundred pages of unsubstantiated evidence. And
0: contradicted by clear documentary evidence presented to the commission. So, if only the royal commissioner had read. The papers that he submitted, <laughs> yeah. he'd be in the clear. So.
1: Unlike Morrison reading the Royal Commission, which he doesn't need to do. He'd acted in
0: good faith, he says. Yes. And, and it's important to note Scott Morrison's faith in all mm. of this because um, I don't know if he mentioned it when he was Prime Minister, but he's, he's quite Christian. Oh, really? He's quite I, Christian, I didn't yeah. pick that up. He often goes to speak to churches and so on. If there's one thing Jesus was known for, what mm. was Jesus' attitude to the poor again? Was he generally well, was he generally sympathetic and helpful? Were they the people he cared most about? Or did he shit on them from a great height and use the machinery of, machinery of government to drive some of them to their death. I can't remember what the Bible says about that, Charles. Well maybe which one was it?
1: Uh, look, I, I think that Scott Morrison was actually helping poor people because I don't know whether you remember, but in the Bible it says that uh you've got to be poor to enter the kingdom of That's heaven. That's true. Yeah. Mm. And by by enforcing RoboDebt on the poor, he was making them even poorer and actually hastening their debt. Well, some of the some of them got eternal life far yeah. faster than they should have. <laughs> yes, That's true. And then that would have guaranteed them. Like basically a letter from RoboDebt... Guarantees you a place in heaven. I would think.
0: I mean, to be absolutely honest about this, I, I wouldn't have thought God would turn anybody down who'd been the victim of this scheme. People <laughs> yeah. who authored it—that's well, going to be a bit of yeah. a tough sell.
1: It, it, the other detail uh, that sort of uh, by the by, like we sort of moved on, but I, I would like to sort of say I hadn't quite realised that. Not only had they sent threatening letters, right, which which were really scary, because yes. it wasn't like, we think that you've got this debt. It was like, this is the debt that you have to repay by... Next Wednesday, or yeah, whatever. like it, it was just, a ticking bomb. Yeah, but they also the, the, under the scheme, as you say, they outsourced everything, including the debt collection. Yes. So, so the government was selling this debt that was not true to private debt collectors, who were then going and knocking repeatedly on people's doors, even though. The, they didn't know the debt. They didn't have any money to repay the debt. And they were precarious people who weren't necessarily equipped to be able you, to deal
0: with that. You know what? I wouldn't normally feel sorry for private debt, collect- debt collectors. <laughs> this is something the HO's has done for a long time. The HO, I think they've stopped oh, really? doing it now. But the HO yeah. for many years has outsourced. It's various debts to third-party debt collection really? companies. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of Dickensian. They say that they're from the ATO, but they're actually, when, when you drill down, and I've seen this, um, it's actually some of Have you been provider. evading debts? No, from... no, they've, they've seemed to catch me. No, um, well, you know, small business, self-employed person, occasionally get a bit behind on this kind of stuff. But the bottom line is um, they the, the government, from what you're saying, has defrauded the <laughs> debt collectors. <laughs> they sold them an yeah, invisible a debt, th- a debt that didn't exist. A dud debt. So presumably the, the government yeah. owes well, money to the debt
1: collectors won't anyone think of the debt collectors yes. in all things.
0: this poor things <laughs> um, so that, that's a wonderful detail another fantastic detail if, if you're Alan Tudge imagine that you're sleeping with your Tudgy, advisor. You're advisor that's all part of the yeah. the, the wonderful family f- friendly government mm. no worries about that Tudgy. Yes. you want to try and promote robo debt you want to try and spin it you don't want all these negative stories about people getting imaginary debts and being mm. miserable. You want to talk about, uh, I think Morrison used the term a tough cop on the beat. Yes. About that, you know, getting getting those um, getting bludges. Yes. You want headlines like this, welfare debt squad hunts for $4 billion. Yeah. You want talkback uh, presenters who ask you questions like, and I quote from Chris Smith on TGP, are all these people with their hands in the taxpayer pocket in genuine need? And then after, Taji def- defends what he's doing, Smith said, Keep at it. You're doing a great job. Oh, this no. is because they had a strategy yes. of going on what they call friendly media. Yeah, right. Guess who the friendly There's oh, 2GB, well. 2GB, there's the Australian, there's ACA. Yeah. Always happy to kick a so-called dull budget and so basically the media are being compromised you've got the public service being compromised by um essentially giving this highly politicized advice picking on the people who they're supposed to be helping Mm. like you know they're not meant to be the victims poor people they're actually supposed to be people who are helped by the welfare system i don't know how that got forgotten in all this Mm. but you've also got this media cabal that is completely unquestioning and like morrison and maybe morrison didn't ever kick the tires because they were so busy thinking that everyone who was broke was trying to cheat the government out of money yes, yes living in a life of total poverty and misery where you know occasionally you get a welfare check that lets you be able to you know buy toilet paper or food mm. that that's some amazing privileged life that you would yes. really enjoy and the,
1: and the thing is it, it, so not only does the report point out that, that that style of rorting like intentional rorting is minuscule it's also like a fairly shitty way to commit fraud, right? Like, because, like, yeah, you can do it, but the schemes never spin off that much system, that much money, because unless you're doing it in a sort of broad, systematic way where mm. you're making up hundreds of thousands of people to... Yes, you'd, of... need,
0: you'd need to invent an yeah. entire, yeah. like,
1: university full of people to scan, essentially. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, if you scan them for th- three imaginary children yeah. who aren't... That's still not much money. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. barely <laughs> yeah. worth your effort into
1: calling I mean, them. It, it certainly is far... Less than the, me- the amount of money that the Morrison government gave to its business mates mm. uh, during JobKeeper, during, well, all the consultancy yes, stuff. outsourcing all the public service. I mean, to be fair, the public service's performance,
0: in this case of RoboDebt, is the mm. best case study I've seen mm. for outsourcing the public service <laughs> to consultants. But I mean this is another example of what they did. Alan Tudge sent case studies. He dropped them with Simon Benson from The Australian. And then there was an exclusive on the front cover of the paper on fucking Australia Day 2017, um, talking about the so-called victims of robodebt and saying that Labor had gotten the detail wrong when they were trying to critique the scheme. And then, oh, Tudge pops up on 2GB and, and um, oh, the host goes, oh, oh, you must be pretty happy with the article there with, by Simon Benson. And Tudge says, this is all from The Guardian, by the way, Tudge says it's a very significant story that he's written, not admitting that his office had leaked the details. It's just this... It's just a circle jerk. It's a circle jerk with conservative media and these people. And it's the... It's just contemptible. The people who... I mean, it, yes. even if they had actually owed this money, Charles, it mm. still would have been callous and inhumane as a way to treat people. Yes. But for the debts to be imaginary, it's just... It's <laughs> like a parody of of right-wing evil, evil bullshit. Like, it's in, <laughs> the thing is, it's not... It's callous and evil, but it's also so incompetent at the same time. Mm. It's trying to be an absolute fuckwit mm. and, like, fucking it up so massively... Yes that your fuckwittery is magnified by a hundred times and then you can't, don't even realise and tell the cabinet, oh, we've got this dastardly scheme. Hmm. You know the whole thing about is it a conspiracy or is it incompetence? Yes. Well, this is both. <laughs> God.
1: So it's not good. So, it's not good. So, um, I, so, so what do we do about public service pay? Because on the one hand, there's a whole... Like, you know, not a day goes by where you don't bump into a public school teacher who goes, Mm. oh, I'm just uh, doing some tutoring on the side because I want to be able to pay my gas bill this week. Or, you know, like just... Or, you know, like, there was a nurse who was Ubering the other night. You're going, why are you Ubering if you're a nurse? Like, nurses are really well yeah, paid, yeah. aren't they? Well, apparently not if you got to also do Ubering. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just oh, yeah, constant sort of things where we don't pay... The people who actually do the work well at all, and so you're going well. Hang on, the public service does need a big pay rise. Like well, we if, actually if should. The, if you're a vice chancellor or something, you don't though. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, yeah. So how do converse. we? How do we? Like, but then nine hundred.
0: Like, I was shocked when I found out. that... Mm. There's a it, lot of them. There's a lot of senior bureaucrats yes. and how... the argument is always, well, they'd get that in the public sector, in, in the private. Se- sector. They'd get that in the private sector, yeah. and and yeah, they probably would.
1: Yeah, but but hang on, hang on, private school. Teachers get more than public school teachers. They do. Shouldn't we pay public school teachers to be competitive with the private sector? By that logic, mm. all teachers should get the the same pay as the teachers who get go to well, pu- but, top but private schools. That's to be competitive with I mean, the private I've sector.
0: This, I've seen this argument even in the top talent people at the ABC. Mm. They're not getting as much. They're getting, I don't know... 60, 70% right. in return for the virtue of working for the public service and feeling good about themselves because they bank only 400 grand instead of 800 or seven. Mm. Like That's what it is. So they're not getting the same as they'd get in the private sector, but they get to feel good about themselves and work less fucking hard too, by the way.
1: Well, why don't we do that with teachers and nurses and doctors? and? Because everybody? they don't have
0: the ability to, to generate something you can leak to the Australian, Charles. Haven't you been listening? Oh, okay. yeah, that's sorry. what life's all about. Okay. I mean, look, let's yes. let's be honest. There has just been, I think, a health services union's finally done a pay deal at least in New South Wales. I think it's an 8.6% pay increase. Yeah, which is like not that. bad. So yeah. there's, there are pay increases coming through here and there. But it is perverse, isn't it? When you've got lots of people taking a massive pay cut to genuinely serve the public. Like, I'm sorry, but sitting in Canberra and dreaming up rubber debt is not an act of public service. No. Being a nurse or a teacher in a public school is absolutely... Like, mm. these are people who... The whole thing in Britain of applauding these people, patronising yeah. as it might be... He, Part of it comes from the right place. They are people who are selfless and doing the right thing. Mm. But, oh, my God, these high-paid ones, fuck them, basically. So we
1: need a Royal Commission into Public Service pay, probably, that averages it all out. So probably first against the wall wall, would be Scott Morrison. What does the sealed section say? (laughs) Will he be exonerated? I don't know. Then second and third against the wall, Senior Public Service. Charles, who's built the wall? Who's 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 ordered the wall and who's got <laughs> well, the high
0: cons- price consultants in to 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 work out what kind of wall to build? We need to build a wall. You remember all those um, prototypes Donald Trump had in the desert? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's basically what we're looking at. So it's it's awful. It's all awful. It's terrible. And <laughs> I
1: mean, I feel like that's been the theme of this podcast but, last year.
0: But what are you supposed to do in a case like Robertet, like the simultaneous well, think, incompetence and evil? Mm. It's hard to know which is the which is the main story here. Is it that they were hopeless? Look, well, they were appalling. They were both. They were both things at once. Yeah. At least this should kill for at least, I don't know, five years or something. The notion of using AI to try and do this. Cause you know, someone's pitching to the government, Robo debt, but it's, but it's
1: good. Yeah. Well, I am, but it works. Yeah. Chaser debt.
0: I mean, the real question is, why are we not in the public service, Charles? Surely, some government agency can just pay us to do the same thing we're doing now, can't they?
1: Oh, definitely. Yep. Let's do that. I don't
0: know who 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 would pay us to make this podcast.
1: Certainly not the ABC. <laughs> certainly not the ABC, and certainly not. Um, I mean, if you want to pay us four dollars
0: a month, to you can. You can go to yes, that's Apple it. Podcasts that's, or acast. This is our public service. It's the cheapest. <laughs> And appropriately priced <laughs> thing you could possibly do. Anyway, it's been it's been miserable, but I think um, it's a moment of mi- misery for which we as Australians all take responsibility because that was our government. We elected them. Yes. And, and re-elected they them. They acted in our names. So when you get upset with the people who ran the scheme, remember you, yeah. whether you voted for them or not, you were part of a mm. collective that chose that path of action. And you, look, you're probably named in the seal section. It's entirely possible. Our Gears from Road were part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you tomorrow. By the way, leave us some p- reviews if you get this mm. far on, on Apple Podcasts. Would you jump on there and yeah, give us five stars just out of pity, and um, <laughs> we'd love to have you on the reviews because they've gone quiet recently and they're quite amusing to read before. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still
1: deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less in similar brands.